crumbling kindnesses, my scrupy <laughs> listeners. <laughs> I'm embarrassed for myself for even saying it. This is your resident spooky drag queen, Pizzy Miles. And this is your resident spooky drag queen, spooky sister, Sam Baxter. And, and this, this is, is my spooky, spooky gay family. I'm a little embarrassed for even even having said what I said. A crumbling <laughs> kindness is. I mean, I guess it, it kind of works. It's it, it's it on the verge enough. of working. It works enough. <laughs> She's almost dead. She's dead enough. <laughs> How are you doing, Sam Baxter? I'm doing okay. How are you, Pissy Miles? I'm wonderful. It has been. You know what? I will say this. It has been a beautiful weekend. We had a really beautiful weekend uh, here in New Jersey. The sun was out. The temperature was reasonably nice. Not that I would know because I don't go outside. Um, (laughs) I am thinking of opening the windows after we're done recording, though. I'm giving it some serious thought. That's, That's a big step for you. It's a huge step, especially since I'm pretty sure the temperature outside is above 73. So, uh... Opening the windows is opening up my world to one of my least favorite things in the world, which is heat. (laughs) I hate the heat. I fucking loathe it. I do too, and it's supposed to be like 85 tomorrow. Absolutely not. I cannot do 85. 85 is far too hot. Why? I'll be fine until the moment we're recording, and then all of a sudden my stomach's like, everybody out. Like, (laughs) why, why am I hiccuping and burping now? I just spent 45 fucking minutes fixing my computer and exporting shit and doing all this stuff. Not a fucking peep. The second I'm in front of a microphone, my body's like, I turn into like the fucking goober from uh, (laughs) left for dead. It's terrible. I call them goobers. What are they actually called? Boomers. Boomers. They're called boomers. I've always called them goobers, though, because they look like little goobers running around. But it's funny that we should bring up Left for Dead because today's episode happens to be about one of my least favorite horror subjects. (laughs) (laughs) Zombies. Oh, goodness, zombies. Are you a zombie fan? I'm. There are certain ones that I like. There's a lot more that I don't. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a big zombie person myself. And I, it's funny because I was like, well, what should we, you were like, well, what should we talk about today? I was like, oh, zombies. <laughs> and now I'm like, I'm like, why did I even think that? Because zombies are not my favorite heart. Although I will say there are some zombie movies that I really do love. I mean, there are definitely some classics. You've got Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Return of the Living Dead. <laughs> zombie land. Basically any Romero. Yeah, any, <laughs> Romero, zombie, any Romero zombie movie and like one or two others that are a bit more recent. 
You know, it's funny when, when David and I were first dating, this had to have been like the first couple months we were dating. We went on a trip out of town because I had an audition for the Pittsburgh civic light opera group, um, which is a major repertory theater out in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And we went overnight, but we stayed outside of Pittsburgh because it was cheaper. So we stayed in one of the surrounding smaller towns, which was a little town called Monroeville. (laughs) (laughs) And for anyone who is a huge zombie nerd, uh, you will know that Monroeville is where they filmed Dawn of the Dead. At the mall, I didn't see any zombies. At the mall in Monroeville, um, Pennsylvania. Um, I did not personally see any zombies while we were there, but I will say that Many people in Pittsburgh could easily be mistaken. <laughs> I I happen to like Pittsburgh quite a bit, but I will say it was it was a a a, a city I don't I must not have enough experience with because Pittsburgh was a very strange city. Have you ever been there? I've never been to Pittsburgh now. Um it was fun. David and I went to see um Whatchamacallit, or uh, we went to, for my audition, and while we were, th- oh no, this must have been separately. Oh, maybe I've been twice. Huh. I've been twice. Uh, while we were in Pittsburgh, the second time, we went to see Peaches Christ. Do you, you know Peaches I Christ? I do know who Peaches Christ is, yeah. Peaches Christ is a really wonderful drag queen, um, and she she is from San Francisco. She's a filmmaker and she's a horror buff. Maybe one day I'll be able to get her on the podcast. She's a she's a very lovely friend of mine. Um, and Peaches was doing a screening of her film All About Evil in Pittsburgh. <laughs> and so we went there to see the screening. Um, and it's like I said, Pittsburgh is kind of a weird town because I don't know if it's just the part of Pittsburgh I was in, but everything shut down at like 8 p.m. There were like two bars left open after that. And then everything else was just like, nope, done. Like even the McDonald's was done at like eight o'clock. Huh. The first time David and I went there, we almost didn't eat dinner because we were like, oh, I had done my audition and I had a callback for the next day. And so I was like, oh, let's go back to the hotel room. We'll take a nap and then we'll go out to dinner. And that's what we did. And we got we got out to dinner by like 730, 745. And it it was bizarre, like everything was closed. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Even uh, like I said, even the McDonald's was like closed. We could not eat. We went to a place there. We ended up going to a place called the Pamanti Brothers, which is uh, a very popular, apparently, restaurant in Pittsburgh. But having eaten there, I can't exactly tell you why. (laughs) Damn. It was just a very like, it's kind of known for like, (laughs) I guess they do something like kind of similar to the the Rochester like garbage plate they do something very similar to that it's kind okay. of like um you know what i mean that kind of like trashy good food but it was very bland in my opinion like the food was not i wasn't like oh uh, thank god we ended up here what a little blessing in disguise it was like oh i would have rather had mcdonald's <laughs> wow we're going all in on pittsburgh today Listen, the people there, lovely. Um, I really had a great time. I met a lot of very lovely drag queens while I was there. 
Um, but the city itself left something to be desired, in my opinion. Again, I've never been, so. <laughs> What's your favorite city you've ever been to? Um, Edinburgh. I would love to go to Scotland one day. When this is all over, when we finally have a vaccine and we can travel the world again, we should go to Edinburgh. I would be totally down for that. And I want to do like a whole Scotland trip. Because I've been to Ireland, but I've never been to Scotland. I've also never spent any uh, considerable amount of time in England either. And I would like to do that. I mean, I'm all for a UK trip. I mean, I'll do it in a heartbeat. I just have to find the money. <laughs> but anyway, zombies. 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 Oh, it always comes back to zombies. Uh, this, you know, I, I have high hopes. I have high hopes for this conversation because while they are not my favorite subject, the movies that I like that are zombie movies are very good movies. Yes, they are. Do you have a favorite? I think my favorite zombie movie is the original Night of the Living Dead. Mm. I think my favorite piece of zombie media period is the book of World War Z. As opposed to the movie of World War Z. You know, it's funny. I've never seen the movie of World War Z. And it it wasn't for any particular reason. It just seemed more like a zombie action movie to me than a horror movie. That's not that's not wrong. Really? That's, that's pretty accurate, actually. You've it was seen more, it, though, right? Yeah, I've seen the movie. It was it was OK. Hmm. Like, it wasn't anything special. It wasn't anything like the book which i found really really disheartening because the book is amazing but doesn't the book read more like an actual manual that's the zombies that's the zombie survival guide oh right 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 because you had lent me that at one point and i started reading it and i was like i was like wow this person took this way too seriously it's like, max brooks mel brooks the son i know but like i i remember reading it and being like okay like there has to be something to this. Like it can't just be a survival guide, but it was, <laughs> it was just no, it a was survival guide. Literally a manual on how to survive the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. A hypothetical zombie apocalypse. And I was like, okay, but maybe if we were going to go this route, there should have been a little more like humor or levity. You know what I mean? I mean, I thought there were parts of it that were quite funny. But maybe I just didn't get it. I think I read like a chapter and I was like, no, we're not doing this. <laughs> I was like, my time is too valuable. <laughs> <laughs> what else were you doing? Like what? I, I know. What else do I do with my life? Nothing. Clearly nothing important. So, I should have just been reading how to survive a, a situation that hopefully knock on wood will never exist. I mean, we are in 2020. I was like, I shouldn't have even said it because we're only halfway through 2020 and there's still so much that could happen. We haven't even gotten to the fire badgers yet. We're like, what, <laughs> what are we going to do? Did you ever see that thing? It was a meme that was like, uh, I, I don't remember what it was. It was, so, it was like unicorns with hatchets on their heads. And they were like, hey, <laughs> we were told to show up after the locusts. Has that happened yet? <laughs> 
And I was like, oh no, 2020 really is just the fucking, if there was going to be a year of zombies, this is it. Like COVID-19, we're going to find out that COVID-19, like six months later, we all die and become zombies. Reanimates the dead. It reanimates the dead. Could you imagine if in like a couple months, all the people who died of COVID-19 just like started getting up? Oh God. (laughs) Have I awakened a a new fear in you? (laughs) Not, not, not a true fear. No. I, I, I guess I'm more sitting here going like, what else could possibly happen? Like at this point, what else could possibly happen? I feel like at this point we shouldn't ask (laughs) because we will only be met with dismay. (laughs) I, a a friend of mine on Facebook the other day posted a thing that was like, if 2020 was a food, what would it be? And I was like, it would clearly be the pie from the help. Like what what else could it be? (laughs) Well, like any other answer is clearly wrong. (laughs) It's a shit pie. It is, 2020 is a shit pie. That is all it is. Um, that said, zombies. Uh, I do not, I don't know what my favorite zombie movie would be. I do love the original Night of the Living Dead. Um, but I'm also a bit partial to Zombieland. Zombieland is a good movie. So, I mean, that's a perfectly valid answer. Did you hear that? No. Oh, I just heard music through my headphones. I think we have a ghost. We have a we have a ghostly musician haunting my apartment. I don't know what the fuck that was. I just heard it was like it was like, and I was like, I was like, why is Sam not reacting to this? <laughs> I did not hear it. Oh, that was creepy. How creepy! I wonder if it'll be on the recording. Huh. Let us know. What were you saying about Zombieland? I was saying that Zombieland is a good movie and a perfectly valid choice for your favorite zombie film. It is a very good choice because I think it goes back to kind of what I liked about the original Night of the Living Dead, which is that um, a lot more of the focus is spent on the characters and their stories and why they are doing the things they're doing. Does that make sense? It's more focused on the survivors than on the zombies. Exactly. Yeah. And what, I mean, obviously in Night of the Living Dead, they don't go much into their backstories or anything, but they do um, focus so much on the survivors and what the survivors are doing together rather than just the reanimated dead people. Do you like fast zombies or slow zombies? Well, <laughs> that's a that's a very difficult question to answer, and I'll tell you why. Fast zombies scare me more mm-hmm. for obvious reason, um, because at at my size, fast zombies are a real threat. Um, however, there's something more scary. I feel like slow zombies have the Michael Myers effect where it's like you can run as fast as you want, but they're never going to stop. So it doesn't matter. That's a fair point. Kind of situation. You know what I mean? What do you what's your opinion? I think from a from a horror movie standpoint, I like the fast zombies a bit better. 
I agree because it, it's like I said, they're just a bit more scary. Yeah, it's really, it's a, it's a lot more predatorial. Yeah, it's Predatory? a little more Predatory. urgent. It feels like. Urgent, I think is the best word. Because if you're being chased by those motherfuckers, you're screwed. Yeah. But I also want to say that Shaun of the Dead proved that they can be just as scary if they're slow. That's true. Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead is a great, that might be one of my favorite zombie movies as well. Zombie comedies do seem to kind of. Yeah. Like, have you ever seen Night of the Living Deb? No, I haven't. Oh, it's funny. It's about this girl who it's kind of a, it's a similar situation to Night of the Living Dead in that she, uh, she is one of the only survivors of the zombie apocalypse and everyone else is kind of turning into zombies and she had a one night stand and she is like kind of recovering from it in amidst the chaos <laughs> like she's coming out of the one night stand into a world filled with zombies. Um, and it is very funny. Also, good horror comedy with zombies is Cooties. Have you seen Cooties? I have seen Cooties, yes. Cooties, I think, is fucking amazing. You have Elijah Wood, who I l- happen to like a lot. Um, you have Rain Wilson from The Office. <laughs> he played Dwight on The Office. Uh, and... I I thought it was probably the best modern take on zombies, if I'm being honest. I think you just like it because they're beating the crap out of little children. I do like it for that reason. But the idea of making the zombies kids is something that, like, nobody else has done. And I was like, oh, this is a cool original take on zombies. I liked it a lot. Especially when you consider that the main character is a school teacher. Yes. <laughs> it's, like, it's hard to see not see the symbolism there. I know. And the idea that like the kids are first of all, I would have been a zombie because the kids got it from eating chicken nuggets. And <laughs> that's basically all I've eaten in the last three months. <laughs> Probably what I'll have for dinner tonight. Um, because chicken nuggets in the air fryer are fucking bomb. But I thought it was I thought it was just fun because there are moments of actual tension where you're you have the kids chasing them and all the whole situation with like trying to get to the phones and all that. And I I thought that I, I'm changing my answer. I'm saying okay. my favorite. It's not Zombieland. I'm saying my favorite. Uh, my favorite zombie movie is Cooties. Fuck it. I'm going with a <laughs> horror comedy. <laughs> I mean, I would consider Zombieland a horror comedy, too. I mean, if for nothing else, like... Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Yeah, he is clearly... he. It is clearly a, a comedy. But then you have the moments with Woody Harrelson where he's talking about his family and how they died and all that. So it, it kind of goes in and out a bit. Yeah. It, def- it definitely... It, it veers back and forth between sort of outrageously funny and actually touching which is a thing that zombie movies do a lot of like even the totally serious zombie movies there's usually a couple moments where something pretty funny is happening yeah i mean you look at uh dawn of the dead and like a woman giving birth to zombie babies in a mall like <laughs> yeah I, that's that's pretty campy <laughs> that's basically john waters <laughs> yeah but that baby was so fucked up looking though <laughs> Honestly, probably the scariest part of the whole movie for me. I did not like the zombies in that movie freaked me out. 
they were very creepy to me. Did you? Oh, I thought you were going to say something. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> were you uh, were you freaked out by the zombies in that movie? I was freaked out by them because that was the first movie I saw where there were fast zombies. I want to say that might have. Was it the first movie with fast zombies? If it wasn't the first one, it was one of the first ones, because I remember that's about when the fast zombie, slow zombie debate started. Yeah. Well, there was that one. What There was Dawn of the Dead. And what was the other one that came out like shortly after it? where the zombies became like semi-intelligent. Do you remember the movie I'm talking about? No. Oh, I'm going to have to look it up now. We, we are doing this with literally no, having spent no research. <laughs> um, there was, there was a zombie movie uh, where the zombies kind of like, I, I don't know, they, they like became intelligent. It's Land of the Dead. Oh, okay. You know the one I'm talking about, right? Where they have yeah. like the zombie leader. Yeah, no, okay. That's fair. Yeah. Um, and that one was less scary to me. Well, that's less zombie to me. It's yeah, like, because intelligent zombies are just killer people. Yeah, that happens. They're just cannibals. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, was there an end to that sentence? No. no there it doesn't. Wasn't. The end. <laughs> I swear to God. So, it's like... so one thing that uh, strikes me about zombies is they t zombies kind of personify um, a little bit. I think what scares us about movies like Outbreak and Contagion and kind of those disease movies, they kind of make the disease something. It, it's kind of the same way vampires do it. It's like zombies spread the disease. And so there are more zombies and the problem becomes worse and worse. It's almost like a pandemic situation. Do you think that that may be why we're seeing Zombieland 2 coming out soon? I mean, Zombieland 2 already came out, I thought. Did it? Yeah. No, it's been out. Oh. Well, it was Sorry. aptly timed because we are we are uh, <laughs> in the midst of a pandemic. <laughs> do you think that that's relevant to the fact that do you think that's relevant to why we like zombies? Because we're afraid of that idea of like spreading evil. I mean, I think that that's definitely part of it. If nothing else, I think that I mean, you can kind of see how everyone reacted to the sort of this real world pandemic situation where like all of a sudden you couldn't find toilet paper. And it's like. like what the fuck? Of all the things, <laughs> toilet paper. Um, yeah, I and it really, it really put into perspective when you watch a horror movie like Contagion or Outbreak, and you see people doing things, and you're like, "Why are you so dumb? Just go back in your house." And then we live through it, and we see that there are actually people out there who are like, "I don't care," and you're like. Uh, they were right. They were all right. <laughs> we should have seen this coming. Um, I think that's what scares me the most about zombies is there are always people who think that they can overpower them and they are always wrong. 
And there's always people who think that like it's not real. There's always that first like the, there's always that first ten minutes of a horror movie where like you've got the guy going, "Oh, that's not real," and he mm-hmm. then immediately gets eaten. Yeah, he's always the first motherfucker to die. And it's like, don't you people watch horror movies? Like, it's always the motherfucker who's like, nothing's wrong. And then he's like, whoa, like, <laughs> he's always the first motherfucker dead. Why? Why are there still idiot motherfuckers? You, We've watched the movies. I don't think there are horror movies within like whatever like universe that the horror movies are taking place in. Like, I think that like there's no such thing as the horror genre within that world. I mean, there must be. Because it's like, guys, watch one movie and you will know that this is not, this is not appropriate for a, a human to think. Like, you you should know better by now. You are basically Tataming. <laughs> <laughs> Don't kill me, Mr. Ghostface. I want to be in the sequel. And it's like, ah! Like, yeah, we know. We know that's what's going to happen. So stop. Stop it. I just want to like slap them on the hand and be like, stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Bad, bad person. Um, One thing, uh, we should probably start at the very beginning with zombies. We've had quite an extensive conversation already. But there are a lot of takes on what zombies are. What, What is your definition of a zombie? My definition of a zombie for the purpose of horror movies is it has to be an, a reanimated corpse. It can't be someone who is just being mind-controlled or lobotomied or something like Exa- that. Exactly, which is something that could be considered zombification, like in something like Serpent and the Rainbow. Mm-hmm. Right. Or s- similar things to that. Yeah, they have, to, they have to have previously been dead. Yes, it has to be a dead person that is to. now moving. I will agree with that. And I don't really I don't really care how they became reanimated, although I think I would have a problem if it was like robots or some shit like that. Um, yeah, that's fair. Robots are probably pretty stupid. But do you think that would qualify as a zombie if like someone was putting robotics inside dead bodies and turning them into cannibals? I don't think so, because I think there needs to be there needs to be like lights on behind the eyes or to, so to speak, mm. like. I wonder now if that's something anyone's ever tried to uh, tried to make happen, zombie robots or robot zombies. Would it be rombi- <laughs> rombies? They're rombies. They're Roombas. That's all they are. They're just Roombas. They're about as smart as Roombas. <laughs> they are the Roombas that throw themselves downstairs. Um, I would agree with that. I think a zombie has to be reanimated. But then we get into kind of the nitty gritty of what a zombie is. I find I'm more driven. I more enjoy zombies when we don't necessarily know what's reanimating them because then you get into the, the kind of resident evil territory and it's all like, you know, DNA modifications and genetic testing and scientific stuff. And Sometimes I feel like that goes into Jurassic Park territory where it's like, I don't really care how they became reanimated. (laughs) I just care that they're trying to eat you. Um, Do you have criteria for a a zombie that you don't like? Not really. I have to be honest. Like, I don't really have. 
any limits on sort of what is the the driving force behind the zombification? Mm. Like you want to do it as as a virus, you want to do it as just magic, you want to do it as we don't fucking know. Like that's that's all fine to me. So what is your take on a movie then? Like something like Resident Evil, where it's like, not only do you have zombies, but you also have like other weird creatures kind of sort of like looming around mutants yeah. sort of thing. Like Resident Evil is a tough one because they don't feel like zombies. They feel like mutants. That's how I always felt. And it's it's still a very scary movie to me, but it almost feels more like science fiction than horror to me. No, I think I think you were right before when you said it gets a little into Jurassic Park territory. Yeah, and there it's like I said there are scary moments in that movie clearly, but I don't know. The first one, okay, like it's mostly zombies, I can deal with that. But then in the other ones you get into like these like weird dog mutants and genetic testing and and create like creating these things. And it becomes like, this doesn't feel like a zombie movie anymore. This feels like. They have to give me a Jovovich a reason to leave her house every so often. So, you know. Yeah. And uh, I mean, that's fine because I like her, but I, I don't know. Resident Evil has never been my favorite zombie franchise. I liked the first one, though. I'll give it that. No, the first one's really good. But it's based on a video game. Yes, it is. I wonder what, um, because in a video game, it almost doesn't matter. It just matters that you're being chased. By yeah, humans. no, in video game, it doesn't matter at all. <laughs> Although I will say, I think that Left 4 Dead is a better video game than Resident Evil. And that's mostly zombies. I mean, we have some variations. Yeah, there are some, <laughs> there are some special classes, but for the most have part, you, it's just people running at you. Have you played the new zombie video game oh god what the fuck is the name of it the answer is probably no (laughs) you don't you don't play uh you don't play zombie video games really all i play is left for dead i do love left for dead i think it's called days gone it's like a new it's a new take on the zombie the zombie game um i believe i bought it when i was kind of when I knew we were going into quarantine and I was like, oh, I'll need a new video game. But then I just started playing Stardew and I, and I, never, got, <laughs> I never got around to it. <clears throat> but I, I do love Left 4 Dead and that has been a family favorite for years. I still can't believe they never made a third one. It's like, can we please get back into this, this world of Left 4 Dead? <laughs> I don't understand why they gave it up. It was such a good game. I don't really understand it either. I mean, you have sort of the perfect combination, which is I get to kill as many things as I want to and be zombies. And it's like they're zombies, so you don't even have to feel guilty about killing them. It's not like GTA where, like, you shoot a rocket launcher into a crowd of people and then you go, oh, I feel a little bit bad about that. (laughs) Like, they're zombies. They're trying to kill everybody. You might as well shoot a rocket launcher into the middle of them. With glee, even. With glee. Do you play any other zombie video games? Um, I played Dead Island for a half for for a quick minute. Um, I have never played that one. I don't really know much about it. <clears throat> I don't either because I couldn't get past the first level. I heard it was like Call of Duty zombies. That's kind of that's kind of where it's at. 
Because it's just a first-person shooter, right? Yep. Well, as I'll are give it up. most zombie games. And that's that's the thing. Like you look at a game like uh, Left for Dead. It's not that different from a lot of the other games. It's just more well done. I think the story is more intriguing. the 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 levels are more intriguing. The enemies are fucking scary. I I remember one time. Were you the one I played with? The one time we tried it on like hard. No. And we made it like I four don't feet. Think so. I, it was. I think it must have been Bob or Kevin then, because we were playing it and we were like, "Just once, let's try it on like expert mode." And I swear to God, Sam, I think we made it like four feet. We didn't. We didn't even get past the beginning of the level. Jesus, <laughs> it was so hard. <laughs> but that's kind of that's the fear of zombies. They're overwhelming. Yeah, there's just so many of them. There's nothing you can do. It's basically crowd control, and you you have to be good at crowd control because they are very difficult to kill and they are well depending I, I guess on the the mythology you're working with because that is another element of it sometimes it's that you have to hit them in the head or shoot them in the head or whatever and sometimes it's not and sometimes you know it it, it can be very strange I think the headshot is like an important part of the mythology just because the idea is always that whatever's reanimating them is sort of living in the brain Mm -hmm. because like if you shoot them in the arm and they fall down like again it's not really any different than a person yeah there needs to be some kind of horrifying challenge (laughs) (laughs) yes and in this case it's aiming for the head which i don't think i would be terribly successful at i am very good at I am a very good marksman in video games. I don't know how I would fare in real life. Oh, I would be terrible. I don't even doubt for a second. I would not survive a zombie apocalypse. There's no fucking you'd be way. The one, you'd be the one boarding up your house. Oh, yeah. Because there's no way I'm going to be able to fight. Yeah, probably not. I, I, I would feel a little bit safer. Uh, maybe not all. Mm, I don't know. That's a tough call. I was like, well, I live in an apartment building, but then I was like, well, all the doors are glass. So (laughs) I don't know. That's a tough call. Um, However, the only way upstairs is through an elevator, which they wouldn't be able to work, or through the stairwells, which have doors. So I guess it depends, like sturdy doors. So I don't know. I don't know. I guess it would depend on which zombies you were dealing with, because most zombies don't know how to open doors, right? No, they're not velociraptors. They're not that smart. No, the velociraptors are smarter than most zombies. Uh, So, I mean, I guess there's a chance they could accidentally open a door. But if you board up the doors, I think you're fine. I'd actually probably prefer to be in my apartment building. Yeah, but eventually you have to, like, get food. Well, yeah. But they can't work the elevator. (laughs) so i guess the safest way up and down for us is to board up the stairs and use the elevator although i guess you get into kind of dangerous territory because then if the elevator opens and there's just a mob of zombies what do you do you're pretty much fucked hmm this is a this is a terrible hypothetical this is like a horrifying (laughs) hypothetical what would you do if you were 
living in like an apartment building like mine and you were taking the elevator downstairs and you got there and there was a, a horde of zombies. I'd hit the door close button real damn fast. I think that's about all you can do in that situation. But don't you think they would be alerted by the the ping of the door? They'd all be focusing on you. I mean, that's fair, but I mean, I'm assuming they're going to notice me eventually anyway. Also, are these slow moving zombies or are they fast? I mean, if they're fast, you're totally fucked anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You're done. You're cooked. You're basically live. You're you're being delivered to them in a microwave. Essentially, yeah. You're you're a, you're a TV dinner at that point. <laughs> the zombies ordered takeout. Uh, huh. I don't know what I would do. I think at that point, the only thing you could do is start swinging. And hitting the door close button. Although I guess it depends on if there's a if there's a channel. If there's a channel, maybe you could run. But again, I'm not a very fast runner. Zombies are so scary. <laughs> 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 Makes me wonder why they're not more my favorite. I don't. That's a very that's a crazy hypothetical. Do you think you would survive the zombie apocalypse? No, I don't, because I am not a very fast runner either, and. I don't have any, like, weapons training or anything that would help me defend myself, so. How long do you think you would last? I mean, I'm kind of out in the middle of bumblefuck nowhere, so I might last, like, a week. Mm. Just due to I mean, a lack of people around me. You say that, but it didn't work that way for Barbara. Oh, that's true. Barbara's in the middle of bumblefuck nowhere and she got taken out in like two days. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming to get you, Barbara. Sometimes I used to say that to Bob, but I would call him Barbara. <laughs> I was like, They're coming to get you, Barbara. And he was like, Don't. And he was like, Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Night of the Living Dead was a revolutionary movie. Yes, it was. George Romero. What year did was a it genius. come out? 68? I don't know the year. I want to say it's 68, but I'm not 100% sure on that. It's like around then. It's the late 60s. I believe so. It was probably pretty groundbreaking for its time, because at that time, horror movies were much more universal horror movies. Yeah, no, and there was much more focus on things like ghosts and things like that. Like, that's about when you have, like, Vincent Price and House on Haunted Hill, mm -hmm. things like that. So the zombies were, were kind of a new thing. Had there been anything like zombies before that? I don't know. Um, not being a zombie historian, I'm, I'm unclear. Um, I guess the mummy is kind of a zombie story. Yeah, that's true. I guess you could say the mummy. I, and what's funny is um, up until this very moment, I never thought of it as like a zombie situation, but it really kind of is. I mean, in that instance, it might be a little more xenophobic, <laughs> but but um, it, it uh, and it might deal more with like magic as opposed to the idea of like just yeah, there's, reanimated. There's generally like a curse involved with the mummy. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I do think that... Um, I don't particularly find The Mummy to be an entertaining story. Unless it's the remake with Brendan Fraser <laughs> and Rachel Weisz. Well, that's but, a wonderful movie. That's why. But it's campy. That's why we love yes. it. Yes. 
Um, I, I don't know. I, I think that George Romero may have like really invented a genre. He certainly did. And then dominated it for about 20, 30 years. Yeah. And it, it really wasn't until the late nineties, early two thousands that we started to see other filmmakers really successfully take zombies in a new direction. Yeah. Cause that was around the time of like resident evil and all that. And then in some questionable directions, I'm looking at the zombie rom-coms specifically. Uh, like what is it? Warm hearts or yeah. whatever the fuck it was. I was like, this is nonsense. What were we thinking? <laughs> I, and I remember watching it, not watching it, watching part of it because it was on and I was like, well, what the fuck is this? And the zombies like in love with her and talking to her and saving her from other zombies. And I was like, this, this is ridiculous. It's not a zombie. It's basically a Tina Belcher friend fiction. <laughs> <laughs> like this is... It's an erotic friend fiction. That is all this is. It was so ridiculous. And was, I wonder if the Tina Belcher erotic friend fiction of zombies kind of was spawned by warm bodies. I really hope so. <laughs> I really hope that's where they got that. I wouldn't be terribly surprised if I'm being honest. Because it wasn't even like, it wasn't even the only one. It was like, th th there was warm bodies and... I can't even think of the other na the name of this other film now, but it, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. The point is, there's more than one zombie <laughs> rom com. Yeah, and that's like three more than we needed. <laughs> I why do you think people are? Why do you think people are drawn to the idea of romanticizing zombies? I have no idea. Like, I, I really wish I had, I, I think it's just, we had, we had this time period sort of in the early 2000s where every fucking horror movie that came out was a zombie movie. And I think mm. eventually everyone was just like, well, okay, we need what to, do we do what do we do next? And the answer is you make them fall in love, apparently. <laughs> Part of me does wonder, I mean, I do think it's very much that. I think it was just. Hollywood doing what Hollywood does, which is beating a dead horse. But I do also wonder if part of it is that there's a, a certain, because for some reason with Tina, it's much more um, endearing and understandable. And I wonder why there's this idea of Convincing something that wants to kill you to fall in love with you. I wonder if there's some kind of weird psychology in that. I mean, there might be, I guess. I guess there's something to be said for, you know, love, love conquering all and all of that. <laughs> love conquering all. That's a very, that's a very diplomatic way of putting it. Um, do you think. Do you think. If Megan Fox was a zombie, you would try to make her fall in love with you. No, no, I don't. <laughs> I can't think. Of, <laughs> I can't think of a single person on the planet except maybe Sarah. Who I would try to make fall in love with me if they were a zombie. 
I mean, I would definitely try to make David fall in love with me. I don't think it would work because David loves snacks. But um, <laughs> not even what's her name, uh, Kirby from Scream Four. Hayden Panettiere. Hayden Panettiere. No, I you don't wouldn't. Think, you wouldn't no. try to make her fall in love with you. No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I would be too busy trying to get a head start. <laughs> but she, she would. Well, she would. Hayden Panettiere would probably be a fast zombie. David would be a slow zombie. He'd be the only zombie that sleeps. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be so mad at me when he listens to this. <laughs> it's okay. Like, the Sarah I... zombie, I just turn on Star Trek and start running. It's fine. <laughs> and she's chasing you doing the hand symbol. <laughs> she's like, let me explain red shirts to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. You know. Though they are not my favorite, uh, I've actually kind of enjoyed this conversation about zombies. I think it's important sometimes to talk about something we don't like. I think so, too. I think if nothing else, it it makes us better, better rounded people. I mean, I hope so, because there are things about it that I do like. Like when you think about uh, Night of the Living Dead, like that is a well-made horror movie. You can't take that away from it. Even if I don't particularly care for the subject, I think that the story is well-written. And I think that it's like we said, it was groundbreaking. And you do have this kind of like social aspect, this panic situation that you that was probably reasonably new to the horror genre. I don't know. It's, uh, it's an interesting situation. I wonder how much of Zombies was born from Alfred Hitchcock. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I wish I, I, I wish I had a better answer, but I don't know. I think that the scary thing about zombies is that it's the whole world that's against you. Like you can't just leave Camp Crystal Lake. You can't just leave Haddonfield. Mm. Like no matter where you go, there's going to be the same problem. Which is why it's funny to me in every zombie movie when like you've been going through it for like two months and then all of a sudden. It just ends because the the military rolls in and you're like, well, where the fuck were you guys a month ago? Like, (laughs) it's always so funny to me. It seems like such a deus ex machina that like the military just rolls in and kills all of them. And it's like, well, guys, they can't be that hard to kill when you have tanks. Like, where have you been? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it does take some time to kill, you know, seven billion zombies. I mean... We're doing a good job of it already. (laughs) All right, kids. I suppose that's it for zombies. I hope you did enjoy this conversation. Uh, If you like zombies, please let us know why. Because we are both struggling to to figure it out. (laughs) But that's it for zombies. We will be back next week with more Haunting of Hill House in our minisodes and a brand new main-isode right here on My Spooky Gay Family. So until next time, stay spoopy and remember. Well, you used to really be scared here. Johnny. You're still afraid. Stop it now, I mean it. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Stop it, you're ignorant. They're coming for you, Barbara. 
Stop it. You're acting like a child. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. My Spooky Gay Family features music by Nate Walker, artwork by David Elon, and this episode contains clips from Night of the Living Dead, distributed by Continental Distributing 1968. Please subscribe on iTunes, leave us a nice message, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. My Spooky Gay Family is a product of Barbara Duel Productions. Barbara Duel.